Lock us in. Load us in. Pop in that A-track. Spin the tape. Here we go. Now, everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Star Wars Time Show. And guess what? Nick is still sick, but he's back. So he's not being a dick. That's right. We're back for some Star Wars talk. I mean, we've got plenty to talk about. We've got a brand new addition to our Star Wars fandom segment of the show, which we've kicked off a few weeks ago, which just focuses on really just all you people being rad. I mean, you, you Star Wars fan artists. You Star Wars fan toy photographers, you Star Wars fan photographers, whatever whatever fandom it is, I'm always out there looking for it. Nick is always out there ready to consume it and appreciate it and let you know about it. So um, we're, we're actually going to kick off the show with our brand new segment, which we are launching this week. This is the first time we're doing it. But we're doing it because we want to highlight some of the Star Wars fandom, in, in particular the Star Wars artists out there. And when I say artists, that, that includes photography, fan art, animation, videos, whatever. Because as I said, I'm always on the lookout for this type of content. Um, so really what we're basing this on, this segment, is Instagram. You know, we have our Instagram account, right, Nick? What is it again? It's... Star Wars Time Show, Instagram at Star Wars exactly. Time Show. At that, at that. And so, I mean, every day I, I make a point to find really radical tubular, that's for you TMNT fans out there. Nice. Cowabunga. <laughs> uh, for those fans that want to be radical. But, but anything that's awesome Star Wars that people create that just want to pay homage to the star wars franchise it's mostly toy photography uh but i also try to find some star wars fan art uh in particular artists that i love i'm I'm telling you these guys it's a shame these guys do not work for lucasfilm full-time and the first one is uh darren tibbles daz tibbles on instagram and then uh venomous I love these people, but anyways, so what this segment's going to be is each week I'm, I share multiple pictures on a hashtag of Star Wars Time Show, and those pictures from a certain time period, basically Friday to Thursday, Nick and I are going to look over and we're going to decide which ones we like the best. I mean, that doesn't mean that someone sucks or someone's better than anyone else, because if you're getting featured, you're awesome. I mean, I appreciate you. Nick appreciates you. This is just, we want to highlight accounts that if you're a Star Wars fan, we think you may want to follow because, I mean, they bring joy to me. I think they bring joy to Nick. And they're just cool people to follow. So, Nick, go ahead and kick off because, I mean, you, you kind of launched the post. You kind of set the tone. So let's uh, kick off our first top five Instagram Star Wars shares of the week. Yeah, top five. So these are in no particular order. We have a post up on StarWarsTime.net. We'll have that linked in the post for the podcast as well. Um, but basically, 
like Matt said, I just went and I grabbed things that really jumped out at me. So I didn't like, I don't have like a grading system. I didn't say like, oh, this is like an A minus. This one's like a B plus. I just looked at them. I went through our feed and I was like, oh, holy shit. That looks really cool. Yeah, these are all badass, by yeah. the way. All grade A kick-ass shit. So first up is from Barton LTM. And it is a, what essentially looks <laughs> like. I love this It's thing. so fucking good it's it's almost like you're looking at like a john rambo version of darth maul it's 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 maul and he's in full like tactical he's got like a like a cutoff sweater on yeah. and he's wearing like tactical tactical boots tactical yeah, jeans and he's got like a like a, a assault rifle in his hand and it's in the rain i mean like this shot is so perfectly captures not only Darth Maul, but like this. Dude, this look war at the look, scene. look at the rebar coming out, <laughs> coming out of the little the uh, little concrete thing. Yeah, dude. It, I mean, this shot, everything about it's so fantastic. Like the I setting. Mean, I, I don't everything. know the scale of this figure. I, I'm guessing it's either one twelve or one six. Either way, it's no bigger than twelve inches. And, and the way he captures he captures it, it's it's just fantastic. It looks full I mean, size. It is so badass. It, I mean. The reason I'm laughing like an idiot is because the way Nick described it is perfect. It really is, man. It's like it is. It's like a Rambo or John Wick or someone like that, but it's Darth fucking Maul. Yeah, I mean, and just the way that he's positioned, like the, this guy Barton, he set this thing up so perfectly. It looks like he's about oh, to like his, slide his down and shoot. His posing is man. exquisite. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you're into photography, uh, toy photography in particular. Posing is tough. I suck at posing. Like I'm, I'm much better at portrait shots. I'll admit that. I'm trying to get better at posing. But what this guy does, I mean, I imagine he probably used some sort of wire work to achieve this pose. But if you look at it, you wouldn't know. Either way, I mean, the the customization is fantastic. Check out Barton on Instagram again. Barton underscore LTM. Wait till you see some of his uh, C-3PO shots. I haven't shared any. I have some planned for next week. And I have a feeling Nick's probably going to pick him again uh, for next week's top five because his C-3PO custom shots are out of this world. All right, buddy. So move on to the next one because this is another fantastic God. toy photographer. Next up is from Everything Kylo. And it is just like a fantastic portrayal of, you know, Luke from hoth basically you know jedi luke from hoth he's got his lightsaber out but he's staring (laughs) he's staring up at an atst and it's you can see it's like through smoke it looks like a war zone they're they're not on hoth because you can see there's rocks and there's sand but like he's still wearing his full rebel pilot outfit he's got the lightsaber helmet helmet i mean this looks great he's ready to fucking rock and roll dude yeah and that's what you know what by the way just today, I realized that this account is everything Kylo, everything, and not everything, not everything Kylo. Yeah, but uh, don't worry. Because honestly, I love Jesse's work. I mean, I've been following this dude forever uh, under my Haywood Pop account. Uh, this guy is, to me, one of my favorite practical effects dudes, uh, especially when it comes to fireworks. And again, here, I guarantee this is some sort of smoke bomb. I know this motherfucker's not using, like, atmosphere, aerosol, shit like that. Uh, not that I'm hating on that. Uh, I just, I know Jesse always goes legit, light something on fire, 
and let's create some awesome toy photography. And and this is a great example, so I'm glad you picked this one. Yeah, I mean, this it's so striking because of that effect, because of that smoke effect. It, oh, like, it has great perspective. Yeah. The, the the smoke, the way it hazes out the the chicken walker. I mean, it's it's pimp. He even threw it's in pimp. a little JJ uh, lens flare there on the on the saber. Oh, I mean, totally. And anyone listening, I mean, again, check out his account. Ever everything, Kylo. Yep, on IG. I mean, trust me, you, you will not be disappointed. Wait till you see some of his fireworks stuff or some of the recent stuff he did with the uh, SH Figure Arts Hulk from Infinity War, where he's literally like uh, doing cocaine and stuff. <laughs> it, it's fantastic. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, such a good shot. So next up, and I mean, this one is just like a perfect action <laughs> shot if i've ever seen one Dude, I, I mean so this one's from black series on instagram yeah. blk srs and it is a shot of ray in her uh, full... another must follow if you're into this type of stuff i mean instantly must follow yeah i mean this so this shot is is basically it's ray in her full scavenger <laughs> gear jumping <laughs> off of her jacku speeder and she yeah. has her, her i mean she's doing a cowabunga dude yeah about to smash some first order trooper in the head, like. And the best part is, I believe Zay originally had a, a an original trilogy stormtrooper until he remembered that that didn't work. Yeah, you gotta have the first order stormtrooper. So yeah, so he he dubbed in like a lieutenant, you know, first order scrub. Yeah, but dude, I mean, the thing that makes this shot for me is the well, one, you have some atmospheric effects going on, but the blur, like the motion blur. Oh yeah, no, yeah, he adds. I mean, perfect motion blur. Yeah, you got I it's Zay, so I know he's got some atmosphere aerosol in there, and then just the the, the look on the trooper, like uh oh, yeah, <laughs> and then Ray just literally doing cowabunga. Dude, yeah, coming down almost like Donatello. Yeah, staffing staff. it up. She's got her uh, trooper goggles on, face mask still on, uh, the 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 mini turban, ready to rock and roll. Yeah. So I mean, again, anything you see on at BLKSRS, you're just gonna be like, oh shit, yeah, follow it. Yeah, it's fantastic shot. This one stood out to me immediately just because of the action oriented pose. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this one, too. So next up, we have one from FX Toys, and it is a... this. It looks like a regular Stormtrooper. It's not. It's a Mimban Trooper, though, and it's... The way that this is set up, it's so cool. It's a, it's a war scene, and it's focused on this one Mimban Trooper, but you see lasers shooting past him. There's fire in the background, like little flecks of fire, and it's a completely... Like, it almost looks like the, the place where this person is standing is completely on fire because the entire background is red. All the color around it is red. I mean, I, I thought that this was really, really a fantastic shot, like a good action war shot. And it's a Mimban oh, Trooper. I you, mean, you rarely see these. Yeah, the the tone, the atmosphere is very spot on to what we saw in Solo when, you know, we got the Mimban shots with Han. You know, you're going to you'll fly and we actually do see him fly. Except it's not in a craft; it's through the air onto the ground. Uh, you know, so the, the atmosphere's there, the tone's perfect. Like you said, the uh, laser bolts flying through. The pose is great. Uh, I believe this is the figure arts figure. You know, because uh, the the joints. I believe the Hasbro. The joints aren't his noticeable, but 
it's still a I mean it just again an overall fantastic shot. Yeah, yeah, really from well from the perspective, the capture and then to the post processing. Great job from FX Toys. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Um okay, so the last one is probably in <laughs> in my opinion, it's the coolest shot of them all. Right. And it's just it's Yoda sleeping on a tree on Dagobah by Sergeant Bananas. Right. And, and and I had to again, if you're in the toy photography community, toy collecting community, whatever, um th- there's a pretty good chance you've heard of Sergeant Bananas. Uh I mean, he is one of the pioneers. I mean, the dude has a book out. Uh I mean, he's just he kicks ass. I mean, he he takes fantastic shots, so it was funny to hear Nick before we went live talk about this shot. It's like, man, you understand? Like, this guy is like the one of the grandfathers of of toy photography becoming mainstream. I mean, it's it's happened for a while, but but I mean, Johnny uh, at Sergeant Bananas definitely is, in my opinion, considered one of the forefathers of the modern movement, at least on Instagram and whatnot. And it is. I mean. He's great at posing, uh, great at his, his captures, framing, and he usually does everything in frame. I mean, a lot of this is not photoshopped. Uh, that that light is probably actually lit up. I mean, that light back there is probably a, an actual light source. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that's why this guy's got, like, I don't know, over 50,000 followers yeah, probably. I think he's he's at 67,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, so exactly. But like I, mean, I said, I mean, I, the dude, dude's dude got a book out there. I mean, it might still be on Amazon, and it, it shows you a lot of his work. A lot of it is Star Wars related, and you get to see some of the behind the scenes. So definitely check it out. Yeah, so that, that wraps up the top five. And, you know, like Matt said, this is going to be a recurring segment on the podcast Yeah, I like now. that. I mean, I think it's fun because this is shit I, I – this makes up a big part of my Star Wars fandom right now is this this the toy photography and the art like we we didn't show any art pieces tonight but there's a good chance you're going to start seeing them because I mean I share that as well I mean our, our Star Wars shares hashtag Star Wars time show if you want to try to get featured uh, or I trust me I'll throw you up anyways just because I appreciate the work some of you people put out a lot of you people put out uh so have at it yeah i mean it's, it's this is a a fun thing to get into even if you're not aware of it if you're just hearing it now for the first time if you, if you just listen to us i mean if you're on instagram check out this community trust me you will not be disappointed yeah i mean it's it's a perfect way to break the monotony of your feed get away from the butt models and the the you know the fucking nature yeah I realize on my my personal account I still I, I still do follow a lot of fitness girls yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. my wife was so proud of me when I pulled it up <laughs> so yeah drop some Star Wars in your feed follow at Star Wars Time Show on Instagram and then also go follow these yeah. guys hashtag Star Wars Time Show we'll feature you man trust me yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. So we got a couple more pieces left in our fandom section, and these next two are going to be around the video game sphere. First up, we have a new video game. It was actually announced 
um, a few, actually in October of last year, but it kind of fell off. There was no news after after the initial release, but it's this new game from ILM, not an actual video game studio, called Project Porg. And it's a VR slash AR um, simulated kind of living, you know, living kind of game where you can hatch and train and um, live with porgs in your house. So uh, this new game, you know, ILM finally put out a tweet about it after months of no word. And they said hatching soon. And uh, the the image that they put up was really cool because it's got the porgs that's kind of sitting on your on your countertop. There's one sitting on your couch. And then there's a nice cool hologram of C-3PO in the background waiting to help you out. So Matt, I I Dude, you, I know you're ahead. you're you're the VR like you have VR. I don't have VR. You have PSVR. Right. You're into it. Would would you play something like this? Well, I guess my my question to you is: Do you think is this is this a port to that that lightsaber game that you know like Lenovo got hooked into? I believe with these guys or yeah. So the Lenovo something like thing. that, or do you think this is like a full on just new? Uh, standalone app yeah <clears throat> so initially this was supposed to release for the magic leap one which was a like a like a hot commodity back in mid 2018 and then i think there you know was the game i'm talking about yeah though, yeah right? it's it's the lenovo like i kind of want it yeah has it dropped in price yeah i think it did it was on sale not too long actually i sent you the link when it was on i think sale. I, i'd probably spend a hundred bucks on it at this point yeah but i think i think that what we might hear from this is that they're going to expand where it's available because the magic leap one, I don't know if that's still as hot as it was, but I would like to see something like this come to like, if that Lenovo headset got this and the lightsaber game, then I would definitely be in. For oh that. yeah. That I, mean, I guess that's just kind of where I was wishfully thinking it, it was going. Yeah. You know? So no, no news yet from ILM, ILM lab. But it does look like that this, you know this game is finally going to be coming out, and it's been a long, like I said, it's been a long time. So since you really think you're it. just like hatching these motherfuckers and hanging out? So this is the like a piece of the description from the Star Wars, the official Star Wars. I mean, they post. They, sh- they show three uh, PO's ass. Yeah. In there. So it says be training, feeding, and playing with the Porgs. Oh my god! And C three PO will be there as your assistant. So. <laughs> <laughs> So he'll kind of be like your, you know, your Professor Oak. If you've played Pokemon, he he can uh, he'll help you along the journey. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue what that meant, but I'm glad he dropped. Yeah, it. see, I know there, there's, I mean, yeah, I don't Nick's know. Nick's like making us relevant with the, with the younger, the younger crowd. Ages. Our demo may may <laughs> skew older, but you know what? There's probably yeah, some our de- our demos like sixty to death. <laughs> Look, if you're out I there I love I love you guys though. If you're out Seriously. there and you're and you're you know, you've played Pokemon and you're listening to our show, then you'll appreciate the Professor Oak reference. But um yeah, dude, this game it does look like it's a nice little fun game. The one thing that it does kind of bring up sour shit for me is like, okay, you have time to design a fucking porg mixed reality game, but the only fucking triple A game that we can get in seven years are fucking battlefront games like i don't want to go on a rant here but i like i just can't understand how you can put this much work and this much 
you know, this many resources into a game like this, and you can't put out a fucking good RPG. It is bad, man, isn't it? It is. It's like at this point, it, it's it's disgusting. Yeah, it, it's become. It's disgusting. I mean, are are we not? Ten years. I mean, when when was uh, Force Unleashed two? I know I fuck this up every time. I'm pretty sure it was 2010. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's way later than I thought. Yeah. So let me let me just confirm here. 2010. So it's been nine years. It's almost been ten years. I mean, nine years since this game came out. That was the last fucking Star Wars. Since game. we've had a a somewhat legit random just Star Wars not canon not battlefront game yeah now you know like we covered in previous casts we do have uh jedi fallen order that is scheduled to release this year oh dude by the way xbox owners this month if you're xbox gold um you you can download a classic star wars game which one? I believe it's uh, Jedi Outcast, maybe? Jedi Outcast is legit. Like, Jedi Outcast, and then that's followed by Jedi Academy. Those two games are excellent. Um, I really, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And those were actually the first two games that I ever played on the original Xbox. So, big, big fan. If those are if those are available for you to download... Yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm sorry, it's Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, oh. which came out on the original Xbox. Yeah, that was Jedi Academy. I played that, I finished that game three That's different legit. times. Still, though. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, the lightsaber play in that game is fantastic. Like, it's it's completely real-time action combat. Would that have been, was that post-KOTOR uh, then? Yeah, oh, yeah, that was after KOTOR, I believe. KOTOR 2? KOTOR 2 might have been close. So let's look it up. Jedi Academy video game. Hey, Google. When did Knights of the Old Republic 2 come out? According to Wikipedia, it is the sequel to BioWare's Star Wars. Yeah. Knights of the Old Republic no and was released for the Xbox on December 6, 2004 for Microsoft oh, four. Windows on okay. February 8, 2005 and OS X and Linux on okay. January 1, 2015. Thanks. Stop! To read more, hey! Thanks, Google. But, uh, so, Jedi Academy released in 2003. So, that it did come, it came out one year before... KOTOR 2, but it came All out right. after KOTOR Rock and 1. roll, but, I mean, if you're Xbox Live Gold, and you're, you're pro, I would assume you'd be young, check this game out. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's gonna look wonky as fuck to you. You're gonna be like, man, this shit is beat looking. Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna have the best it's graphics. It's gonna look beat, and it's gonna look beat as fuck. But here's the cool thing about this game. First off, you're playing through as a completely new character. His name is Jaden Core. And two, you get to choose, like, you're going through, you're training, you're learning all of these Jedi and Dark Side skills, and you get to choose your lightsaber configurations at some point. So you can use a single saber, you can use a double saber, or you can use a double bladed saber. Um,. Wasn't this the game that had the uh, the multiplayer like online yeah. where you just like hack at each other yeah. like idiots? Yep, 
You could. You could just go online. It's just a bunch of people with lightsabers. Yeah, I remember. I I remember this being the really good, just kind of random Star Wars. Game. It was fantastic, dude. Like it. Like it wasn't Kyle Katarn. It was just like you said, a, a brand new dude. Yeah, I mean, Luke is in the game kind of as your mentor. Well, yeah, but, I mean, back then, Luke showed up in every damn yeah, game. Yeah, but it's, it is. it is. It's a fantastic story because it dabbles in Old Republic lore. So you're, you're going through, at one point in the game, you're going through these old Sith ruins in, in on Korriban. So you go to Korriban, you, you go through these Sith ruins. There's this new you know, this new Sith threat that's out in the galaxy. And it's uh, this girl, this female Twi'lek, uh, all red Twi'lek, I think her name is Tavion. And it's just such a good game. The, the combat in it was what really stood out to me. It's, it was the first Star Wars game that I played where it was full real-time action combat. There's no, it's not like KOTOR where it's, you know, RPG style where you have to like oh, yeah, stop yeah, and yeah. pick your I stuff. Mean, it's straight up a... Uh like an action adventure game. yeah i mean it was fantastic so for for those of you who haven't played that game if it is available to download on xbox live yeah i mean it, it will be it's some i, I you know like uh the xbox titles they kind of stagger yeah. them but it's definitely this month. yeah so keep an eye out for that fantastic game if you're you know if you're not into the old graphics you know deal with it for a little bit because one the story is well worth it oh, and the game is Nick. great it, uh, between february 16th and the 28th it'll it'll be available okay next week next week next saturday is when it'll pop up so go get that immediately i will be downloading it i haven't played that game in such a long time but i like i said i beat it three times i played it three different times um, and honestly the more we talk about this I have both this sitting out, sitting out, and I know uh, the the 1X will up-res them as far as it'll go. I almost want to do KOTOR 1 and 2 again. Dude, I mean, those those games... It's been a while. It's been a long time since I've done... I, I, I It's been forever since I've done KOTOR 2. KOTOR 2. If I've ever done it multiple times. I've done, I started that one not too long ago. I started a playthrough on my PC... And it's yeah. it is, dude. It's a good game. I mean, it it definitely doesn't get the love that Kotor One gets because Kotor One's story was so good. It was so well executed. Oh, it, was, it was amazing. And it was amazing. I mean, it's a different studio too. Obsidian made Kotor Two. Bioware made like good old Bioware made Kotor One. Oh yeah. So oh, I know. I know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean. Look, guys, we're we're in a kind of a fallow period for Star Wars games now, so sometimes you have to reach into the past for these gems. So when stuff like the, this... Or... You know what, dude? I mean, it, as, as silly as it sounds, you're exactly right, though. I mean, what else do we have to do? I mean, unless you are playing Battlefront, and, and by no means are Nick and I shitting on Battlefront players. The game's beautiful looking. It's fantastic. The story was uh, I good. I love the ship stuff. But it's it's Battlefront. I mean, it, it's it's just it's multiplayer over and over. I mean, thank God we got a story aspect in the second one. Yeah. But in the end, I I am a Star Wars gamer that wants a narrative. I want a story. I want a character that I can buy into, that I can do stuff with, and progress and get better. I don't care if he's a Jedi, a Sith, or a smuggler, whatever. I just I want a Star Wars game that is not focused on multiplayer. Yeah, I think that is a sentiment that most of the the community can echo. Yeah, 
I mean, the only other thing out there, and me and you know a lot about this. So go. So next up, right? Next up, and you know, we said we had two video game pieces here. First up was the Porgs. Now we're back on Swago here, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. And I dude, I mean, this game to me is it, it really is. It is it is the wine of video games. It it just keeps getting better. You're right. Like it's it's one of those games where you expect it to start like petering off or for them to fuck it up somehow because we've seen games like both of us played Marvel Strike Force pretty hardcore when it first came oh out, and then crashed and burned. Yeah, it's still live, believe it or not. I mean, it still has an audience. Yeah, I mean, if you want to pay to play, but I mean, in that case, the developer Dude, I've, nuked I've, it. I've played Swago literally from the first day. Yeah, so I I've seen this thing evolve into what it is today, and, and what you're gonna uh, talk about here, and it, it's amazing to me, like the. Capital Games, love them or hate them, has literally figured out the magic. Yeah. To 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 a mobile video game. And like the the fact that this new event can happen. I mean, if you think about the events that we've seen in in Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes and stuff like that, they just keep dropping. By the way, dude. Yeah. I mean, we're getting events now, like monthly. Yeah, and I mean. Most of the time, these events are around massive characters. So you have like Jedi Knight Revan, or you have, you know, JTR, any of these huge characters. But this new event is really cool because it's focusing on smaller characters from the prequel era, and it's the Separatist Droid Army event. So basically, what we're getting is updates to the current uh, Separatist droids that we have in the game. So that's the IG-100 Magna Guard, the Super Battle Droid, and General Grievous. Plus, we're getting the uh, B1 Battle Droid and the Droidica added to the game. And, and along with this rework, you know how these reworks work if you've played if you yeah, play the game. Basically, rework is code for they're going to finally be useful characters. Exactly. So you they're building this synergy between these characters. So now we have five separatist droids that can be used on a team. You have a team of five. Basically led by General Grievous. GG. Yeah. And... I can't like I I'm I'm really excited to see how they take these characters and they they make them work together. I have a seven star Grievous. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean he's been useless for forever, so I'm excited. But I, I don't have much else. So yeah, the other uh, ones. I, I, you know, I I know he gets credit for separatists for droids. I mean, I've got some decent droids, so who knows. Yeah, so... But no, I mean, I, I think this is great because, if anything, this just stalls from the next major event. Yeah. Which allows us free players to keep farming shit we're way behind on. Like, I'm still trying to catch up on the Revan people. That's my main focus right now. Yeah, I'm not even So if you're, if you're a Swago player, I mean, you know what we're talking about. If you're not, you're going, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Yeah. But what we're trying to tell you is, honestly... If, if you need, like, a little mobile game to fuck around with throughout the day that you never have to pay for, and it can honestly provide hours upon hours of entertainment or just distraction, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. I mean, you cannot beat it. It's over three years old. 
it just gets better and better. They provide more and more content. They make it more and more open to people that don't want to pay, while they also reward those that do. But they don't make it to... I, like, I don't feel it's unfair. Like, I feel like my rankings are because I don't pay and whatever. Yeah, it doesn't feel I like you that. can't play the game. Like, in... But there, there's also, like, there's a there's a there's an example, like, my buddy Nurse Jane... He doesn't. He doesn't pay shit, but he's ranking top five in chips. Yeah, I mean you. So I mean, again, if you play it, it, you know, if you're ranking top five, you're making hundreds of gems a day, which means you can basically. You're basically living. You're like basically a pay player. getting free money anyways, as if you were paying to play. Yeah. So I mean, this is again, like we talk about this game. I feel like we talk about this game at least every two weeks on the podcast, but. <laughs> free to play go download it it's it's my life it's my gaming life yeah i mean i don't play a ton of stuff now like i have kingdom hearts 3 that i'm preparing to play at some point when i decide to to install it but yeah right. i yeah like this guy said he'd be lucky to play it by next yeah, year i i know i'm such a bad gamer now like i used to crack through stuff as soon as it came out but now it's that's just cool like, bro i fired up rdr2 recently and i just went i i don't know if i have it in me to play this too much there's so much going yeah, on it's just gonna be like too much shit it's kind of slow dude the last like, game that i played like hard hardcore last console game that i played hard hardcore was legend zelda breath of the wild that was the last one yeah and by hardcore i'm sure you probably still split it up for hours upon i hours. still haven't beaten it yet like i'm to the yeah, end me neither I'm dude me neither end. i'm literally i have i'm ready to go fight ganon and i just don't want to yeah exactly that's exactly what i want to do it i don't know what i don't know because of all the other time i put in like i just i'm tired of fucking with yeah it. it's it's like i put all the time in i have everything in the game i have the sword like, i mean i got the fucking sword i'm just like i don't give a fuck yeah that's just that i think that's what happens <laughs> it comes with age it seems like it seems like <laughs> no dude it's 100 percent. and i mean i i got i got a lot on you but trust me it's, it only gets worse yeah so eventually i'll finish worse. that i mean by, by the way now I, i'll admit it i play most games on the easiest difficulty you just want to get through the story man <laughs> i just want to see what happens fuck yeah dude like if they have a story mode and they're like yo do you just want story mode I'm like Fuck yeah, I do. It's like I'm playing this for the for the story. Experience. I don't give a shit. Like I don't care if I'm aiming at his knees and I'm one shot. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, just tell me what happens as I progress. Let's go. <laughs> like I want to feel like I'm playing, but I just want I I'm all about narrative at this point. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So like the old. I mean, it's a shame Telltale disappeared because I love those games. Cause you just be like, blah. Yeah, you just, like you just pick a, a dialogue. You know, like option. You hit a button. <laughs> beep. Bop. Beep. Bop. Bop. Yeah, that that's as non-interactive and as you can that's get. That's why I like Swigo. 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 All you gotta Swigo. do is just hit the autoplay button, and then there you exactly. go. <laughs> four times. You gotta remember, Nick. Before you joined on, there was no such thing as four times. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, I remember when I remember when you had to play through every damn thing every day. Like now, I can sim everything yeah i remember i remember when simming currency you actually had to save it yeah i remember when the sim currency was like oh shit i need sim oh! tickets. like i don't have any of that and Do now i have like that? forty thousand sim tickets oh my god yeah like sim currency now i mean it's free flow yeah we're like scrooge mcsim yeah you don't you don't ever have to worry about running out of that but 
Uh, just yeah, just like the quality, and that's another thing. Like the quality of life changes that they make to this game, they make sense are, are great, and it just, and, yeah. and and literally they're 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 basically because we're lazy assholes. Like the latest one was literally to move the free shipment icon to the front of the queue instead of to the end, so you didn't have to swipe through. 800 uh, offers to spend real money on shit to tap on. Dude, I was so appreciative of that. When I saw it, I was like, oh man, this is nice. Yeah, this is it, nice. Was, <laughs> it is one of the best QLLs of this game's lifespan. Yeah, because I remember I was like, okay, I gotta open my free pack. Let me scroll all the way to the end of the list. Here oh, it is. it's horrible. It's horrible. I'll, I'll be the first one to admit it. I mean, I'm just as lazy as the rest of you assholes. <laughs> but yeah, alright guys. Go download this game. If you haven't downloaded the game, what the hell are you doing? And if you have downloaded the game, let us know what squad you run in Arena. What do you run in your raids? Do you have the Death Squad? Do you have the Z-Fin for Hot? Do you have the Death Squad for the Rancor raid? Are you doing Heroic Sith yet? I'm not. Matt is. We're smashing Sith now in less than three hours. That is insanity. My guild's yeah. Well, it was it's because it is the the last Revan run. I mean, once people got Revan, basically phase two. I mean, anyone with Revan in phase two with a legit squad, they're they're looking at like eight million. Yeah, I mean that's basically the free farm damage section anyway. Oh, like, I mean my my arena got destroyed after this Revan event. Uh, yeah, I, I mean everyone's re- it's like Revan central. Dude, I, I'm seeing like tier seven gear Revans. Revan leads, yeah, smoking. Yeah, just like I, I looked at one and I was like, <laughs> I can take this. It's called it, bro. It's called the meta. It's insane. It's insane. It's all about the meta. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like his lead is so strong. If you got the Zetas, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. So basically, you have him, you have Jolie Bindo, and then whatever other exactly. Jedi's you want, and you can't. Gmy lose. and GK. Yeah. Grandmaster Yoda. Grandmaster Yoda used to be trash, and they made him oh, no. legit. That, that, well, to circle back to the whole point you brought up this lead, the, the GG rework and really the all the, the full Separatist rework, GMY, just like Palpatine and Vader, they got reworked too because they all suck. Yeah. And they're all way better now. I mean, Palpatine Double Zeta is one of the most legit motherfucking Empire leads out yep. there. I still run that in my, in my uh, arena team. I mean, it's still yeah, still good. Uh, bro. I've I've run up against GMYs where that little fucking cocksucker just one shots full everything. Fuck. Oh yeah, like full protection, full health. He does his fucking karate kid shit. <laughs> done. Yeah, this because like here here what here's the Jedi squad that used to run before people like everybody had. Jedi Knight Revan is they well, would B- run. Bastilla yeah. would have been the lead. They they run the Bastilla lead. They put every buff on Grandmaster Yoda, and then they and then he throws it on everybody else. Yeah, and then Hoda's ass would be in there to make everyone invisible, and then probably Ezra and GK. Yeah, I mean it was ridiculous. But yeah, no, you're right. It, it's 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 Revan, Jolie, Gmy, GK, and so I mean really. That f- who else? Who are we missing? Or is that the whole thing? I mean, real, you would have one more. So Jedi Knight Revan, Joe Lee, and then Grandmaster Yoda, Kenobi. So you'd have one more. I mean, you wouldn't run Bastilla in that. No, there, because there isn't just one more. There is a specific one. Yeah. Um, I, I got to pull it up at this point. 
I, research. Yeah, I don't remember it specifically. It's easy. I mean, I just got to look at my my shard, and I mean. And it's going to be the first team up there. <laughs> uh, the, the the first fucking fifty teams. Oh, it's still Bastille uh, is still in. No, there, she's though. so she's just sitting in there. She's yeah. probably sitting in. Oh, it's still you can still buff. Yo, so you, well, you if she's a thing. tank. She's a tank motherfucker. Yeah. So her and Kenobi are just tanks. And then Jolie is is your your uh, healer resuscitator. Yeah. And then you got crazy ass Yoda fucking ninja fuck. And then Revan just fucks everyone up. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like the amount of damage, especially if you have their speed really high. Like a lot of times they could like if you don't have speed high enough and and you're fighting that team, they'll wipe your whole squad before you can even make a move. Like you'll just be done. Yeah, my my whole top fifty is one Luke lead, four Treyas, rest the Revan squad. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> yeah. So like I I mean I hate that I missed out on that, but I just there's no way I was gonna make. Yeah, it. I'm not even close to that yet. Like I'm I I might make the next one. There's two characters like Mission fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. She sucks. She is a shithead. And then, so the fir- yeah, first one's Mission and Zalabar, and then you're going to need Karth, Onasi, and everybody else from Old Republic days. No, no. For Revan, you just you, you need Mission, T3, okay, yeah. Zalabar, Jolie, Bastilla. Okay. So, yeah, I guess... Yeah. Uh, but but you're, you're, you're not wrong. Many are speculating, including the one Kung Fu treachery. That there's going to probably be, like, a Darth Revan or a Darth Malak at some point. Oh, yeah. I mean... Um, so they, they think, like, the, the... What's her name? Like, Juani or, like... Juani, yeah. Yeah, Juani and Candor's Ordo. And probably Dark Bastilla, because Dark Bastilla's yeah, already d- out. Yeah, Emo, they, call him, they call her Emo, Emo Bastilla. Yep. So, all right. Whatever, man. I love the game. We basically just did like 15 a, minutes uh, on <laughs> a, a Swago solo podcast. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe. We might as well start that, that side show yeah. next. We might just do like, if I could get Kung Fu's ass on that shit, that motherfucker. I mean, we would honestly, we would become famous just from that. Yeah. We could just let him school everybody on what the fuck to do. Exactly. And That's what I mean. I would sit there like, yeah, I'm still like a year and a half away from being able to get this shit. And then, yeah, but he'd be like, no, do this, this, and this, and this, and this, yeah. and then that, and that, and then you'll get there. Yeah, so. Or he'd be like, just drop like a G, and then that's your, think of that as your initial invest, investment, and then the the ROI will be all the gems you're going to get. Yeah, drop that, and then you won't have to pay again. Yeah, I mean, that's essentially what he said he did. He's like, he, he dropped the G, and now he just lives off the gems because he's, one or two in both ships and standard arena crazy crazy shit all right man so let's get on to our episode nine stuff because we do have three little things to talk about and uh, i mean some of it's definitely we could we could speculate on for sure the other stuff is I, I just think like these guys are all trying to be Mark Hamill now. Yeah, yeah. So and and that's that's who we're gonna start with. Yeah, we're gonna kick it off with 
C-3PO himself, none other than Anthony Daniels. He got me. I mean, he got my ass. I mean, he got me to do a damn video. Yeah, I mean, he put out a tweet right after he rapped. So last week we talked about Anthony's rap on episode nine. And then shortly after that, he actually put out a tweet and said, it says this, how strange I am receiving images of something amazing coming towards us, traveling over decades through space and time, reaching out to all humans on this planet with this message. What could it be? Should I be afraid? Should you stay tuned? So definitely had the star Wars fans in a tizzy. Like people were expecting Daniels to drop some hardcore news. And like you said, you had you made a reaction video to this tweet like so just just break down like what your what your thought process was when you saw this i i don't know man I mean, that's that's like a pretty direct tweet to me i mean if you're a star wars fan i guess i mean i, I always have that lens on yeah and you know i wasn't the only one i mean i do i i've built up this network of sweet streams of various celebrities from properties I like to try and target. So when I saw this, I'm like, yeah, I mean, well, shit. How could this not be something related to Star Wars Episode Nine? Yeah. So let's let's go with it. And it seemed like for a while that you know, Daniels was just yanking our chain. Like he, he didn't seem like he was going to follow up. Maybe he was just like you said, he was pulling a hammer. Maybe he just wasn't going to do anything with it. Then two days later, he sends out another tweet and this is directly addressing the fans. He says, everyone except one is looking the <laughs> wrong way. Motherfucker. Yeah. But it's getting closer. Amazing. Doesn't seem to be the right shape for a movie title or trailer can't see an x or anything oh the signal's faded i'm sure it'll return what can it be stay tuned i will i mean he's basically acting like c-3po's like blipping in and out yeah almost. it's all yeah it's almost like he's like you know like r2 when he had the fucking message and then he didn't have the message and in, in a new hope he's like what do you mean you don't have the message so I've I've interacted with this man, by the way. I've told you this, right? No. What? At, at Star Wars Celebration 2, you know, again, it was still like raw back then. I mean, we're talking 2002, people. I mean, cosplay wasn't, I don't even think it was a term. I just, we just dressed up. Uh, regardless, me and my buddy, I mean, back then you didn't have to like sleep over to go to the big primo panels. In fact, you could just basically walk in front of people and they'd be like, whatever. And that's what we did. So anyways, we got good seats at this panel Daniels was hosting. And he would walk out in the audience. He's wearing his gold glittery jacket. And he literally came right up to me and started talking to me. He's like, are you afraid of me? And I basically was like, no. And everyone laughed and he laughed. And, you know, we, we had more interaction, but it was it was a pretty fantastic moment. That is pretty sick. I mean, like how many Oh, people? yeah, it was, it was crazy. And I also may have been a little out of my mind. So it was even crazier. But. <laughs> oh, man, that's yeah. Like, again, like this can be my first. It's just, I forgot. It was like he was saying something and I made a reaction and he came up. He's like, what? You're not afraid of me. And I was like, no, I'm really not. I'm a Jedi, bitch. Don't you see the road? Yeah, and everyone, everyone's like, oh. <laughs> Dude, I, like. I, but but go on. And then what did he so say? So the next message comes 
About 30 minutes later after the one I just read. Yeah, what's this guy doing? I don't know. It says, okay, so this message says, I have to rest before I fall apart, but wait. Well, I mean, th- this would have been almost midnight his time, by the yeah, way. Yeah, because he lives in England. So he says, I have to rest before I fall apart, but wait, wait. I'm receiving one mess. Or I'm receiving a message from T-R-A-V-O. Fucking trash. Signal fading. Come back. The one who got it. So. Yeah, I mean, what is he doing? This is, to me, even better than what Hamill does. I mean, Hamill goes just for pure wit. Yeah. Th- this guy's going for more of a mystery approach. He seems you know? like, it seems like he's leading people. Like, it seems like there's substance behind yeah. what he's doing. Like, a lot of right. times, like, like, like Hamill's we're playing just, a game of Clue. Yeah, like, Hamill's just fucking with you. Like, Hamill knows there's <laughs> nothing there. For the most part, we know that there's nothing there. But this guy is making us think that, like, Okay, so this is my thought process behind it. He puts out the first tweet. People start tweeting at him like crazy. Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Yeah, I mean, uh, idiots do videos. Yeah, and then one person hits on it close, and it's somebody whose name starts with T-R-A-V. Travis, Travers, something, travel. I don't know. Travel. Maybe that's what it was, but it's... I'm really interested to see where else he goes with this because I feel like there's some actual substance behind it. So, yeah, man. I mean, again, we're getting close to celebration. I've booked my plane flights now. I'm going to be there. But everybody's still wondering, when are we going to get a title drop? When are we going to get a trailer reveal? And this could be, you know, this little shtick that Daniels is doing is leading people to believe that he could have some kind of reveal information. It's just, well, I mean, it's Hamill's done similar stuff recently. It's just, everyone feels like we're all, people are also pointing to TLJ. I mean, we got the TLJ title at, at the end of January. So, I mean, naturally as we are, we're like, okay, must be some sort of cycle pattern right like this has to be similar and again it's not because even tlj's rollout was different than tfa's yeah and clearly they're doing it with epix we'll see man i mean i'm i'm really interested to see i, I still think we're gonna have the title before celebration because they're they're let alone for the marketing opportunities yeah they're gonna want to be selling Star Wars blah blah gear. Yeah, like t-shirts and posters and posters, whatever. Fuck yeah. Like people are going to want to buy that shit. And I feel like I mean, you could do the reveal there on day 1 and then like bust out the merch after the reveal, but I do feel like if you if you do it early, then people just come in with their money fucking ready to buy all of the whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I I'm telling you right now, the the title will be out before celebration. I will not be surprised if the first trailer is at Celebration, though. Yeah. I mean, if one comes before it, fantastic. But I'm not going to be surprised if they wait until April. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense. We're only, you know, like you said, April, I mean, April it, 11th. Filming has not wrapped yet. I mean, Boyega's, we're, we're about to get to him. I mean, he's been sending people off. They've been sending themselves off. I mean, we've been talking about Daniels is gone. The BBA guy, BBA guy is gone. 
but the main people are still there, so uh, production is not wrapped. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if we think about Solo, Solo released its first trailer before it wrapped, but that was a extreme circumstance. Like, they were filming that movie still, like, a month before it released or something like that. Something ridiculous. Solo's still, like, one of the most moronic Disney moves of all time. Yeah, just... Loved the movie, hated how they handled it. Nonsensical idiocy, for lack of a I better mean, they term. they just, like, basically sat there and reverse-kicked their balls. Yeah, like, you had a guaranteed billion dollars and you shot yourself in the foot because you wanted to release something in may alongside fucking three other billion dollar franchises like that you you also basically yeah just real fucking stupid anyway people would have ate up solo in december people ate it up on home video dude like i don't i don't know what the dvd digital sales were well it's on netflix now so i mean again if you you follow ron howard every once in a while he'll retweet some of the people like oh my god dude this I, I thought this would be fucking stupid but i watched it and i loved it everybody <laughs> i've talked to about solo post like, well, release if you thought it would be then why wouldn't you just go look at it you fucking moron. yeah like every person i've talked to they've been like man I, I saw solo i saw it on on digital or i you know i i rented it or i bought it and it was so good i was like yeah i fucking told you that when it came out like i put out a review about it and said like this is one of the this is what the most different Star Wars movie that we've ever seen, but it's also one of the most fun Star Wars movies that we've ever seen. Yeah, and be like, yeah. By the way, because you will, we won't get a sequel of any sort. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. So fuck all you guys. But I mean, there is still. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, Anthony Daniels is being a real tease. Um, I do think before February's out, we'll know the title though. I hope so. I hope you're right because. Dude, I mean, it's just, I'm ready. I'm fucking ready, dude. I mean, we're going to talk about a leak title eventually, but. Yeah, but until that time. It's not official, so. Until that time, we're going to talk a little bit about Mr. John Boyega, a.k.a. I love love this guy. FN. Boyega's like one of my favorite motherfuckers right now. He's so good. FN2187. This guy is, is a gem. I mean, he's active on social media. He doesn't. He he does not shy away from the trolling things like Mark Hamill or even Anthony Daniels now. So, John hopped on his Instagram page, and we all know that one Miss Daisy Ridley is no longer on social media, rightfully so. I mean, she's been, it, it been years. Yeah, I mean, it's literally she dropped out before filming on TLJ ended. I, I forget why. I think it was like there was a lot of people trolling her too, and like, look, if 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 that's something that you don't want to deal with, like just hop off of it. I mean, and I, I like a hundred percent support people jumping off of social media. It fucking rots your brain. I work in social media advertising. I know that it's made to (laughs) rot your brain. Like we go for that. Like, but you know, she hasn't been on, on Instagram, Twitter, anything like that for a while. And I miss her on, on, on Twitter and stuff like that. She had good content. She was a good follow. I mean, wasn't, was it her account that she posted Mark riding on her back? Yeah. And it was also her account. Do you remember TLJ pre TLJ? She posted a video where she was working out and she had to have a pillowcase over her right, hair. Because she had her Ray and Jedi yeah. garb gear. Yep. Hair. Yep. So, I mean, she was great, but for all of you people out there who wanted some Daisy Ridley on social media, it looks like John Boyega is your go-to. Did you see his caption, by the way? He just put, Ooh, peanut. Yeah. 
I love <laughs> ooh, peanut. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but cuz cuz she's like reaching up touching his face. Yeah. So where dude, I guess that that really the only Star Warsy thing about this outside it's fucking Finn and Rey. I mean, come on. They are the new trilogy. Yeah. I mean, Poe Poe's a homie too, but and so's Kylo, but I mean, come on. Yeah, these two, I mean, they're 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 the they're the best. But I mean, do you think they're do you think this was maybe an event somewhere over in the UK that John just took her to? Or do you think this is on set somewhere and that's like his trailer and he literally has his face on it promoting whatever Beyond initiative obstacles? John Boyega yeah. actor. So we're looking at the Instagram photo. If you go on StarWarsTime.net, yeah, I feel like he's it. at some sort of event. He, I think it is an event because it looks like there's like a chain locked door right next to Daisy. So people can't get in or they're like waiting to unlock it to let the fans in. It might be. Yeah, it might have been some sort of fan event that was that that boy. Or, or like it's his, of. one of his foundation. I don't know. But I mean, his his face is literally on the side of the, the trailer. Yeah, it's a huge, huge picture of his face. But um, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of Star Wars context here, but it was cool to see. You know, it's clear. Well, I mean, do you? Daisy Ridley has not been on social media in over two years, probably. Yeah, exactly. Like, not at all. Outside of, like, peop- other people posting images of her from set or, you know, pictures of her. Yeah, like, like scanning that. scanning pictures or downloading stuff yeah. that paparazzis have taken. I mean, yeah. But this also shows that yeah, I think the only other context that we can get out of this is that they're both probably still on set filming. If they're together. Oh yeah. Damn straight. Yeah. That, I mean, that's kind of what I brought up is like, this, this just confirms that the, the, the mains are still at it. Yeah. And I mean, the last time we talked about John was last week and he was saying that he was still going. And we mentioned this after the, the C3PO and BB eight, you know, goodbyes, but he's still at it. But he said that he was close. He said he was almost done. Um, so I would imagine that if Finn is almost done, then you're probably not too far away from Ray being almost finished as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, this is a very cool little little post, cool little moment, and uh, yeah, gives us something to look forward to. Seeing seeing Daisy Ridley again, seeing her in the wild on social media is nice. But seeing her, I love that. I mean, I just I, I love these two and how they interact. I mean, I love them in TFA. I love the moment at the end of TLJ. Yeah, that is. I mean, it, it, again, it, it, when you when you have a little kid and you tend to watch Star Wars a lot, there that I I'm, I've started to realize more magical moments in TLJ than I first did. But you know when when Luke is essentially saying Kylo like, no, you're wrong, dude. I'm not the last one. I, blah blah blah. Yeah. And he says I'm not the last Jedi, and they flick the ray, and she's literally there. Yeah. One arm has all these the rocks. rocks separated, so the whole resistance can come out. And Finn sees her, and she's like, she sees him, and it's like, it's 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 some great stuff. And it, that's just because of the magic they made in TFA, thanks to JJ and some of the scenes he he you know he wrote for the two. Yeah, yeah. So good stuff. Next up, we have our last piece, and. This was one that Matt went off on, made another video, a rant video, um, and it's about a possible episode yeah, it's nine. It's back to the title, yeah. actually. Possible episode nine title, and then also new rumored villains out there. So this came from the 
This came from making Star Wars, obviously the rumor for the the villains, and then also the the title came from Reddit. So let's just jump right in. Um, the title that we may be looking at here, and this was found from a Reddit person who looked into the HTML code of the StarWars.com website. He found Star Wars Episode Nine: Balance uh, this of the be Force. Very janky. But it's probably, yeah, balance of the force to me, one. It would work, but Nick and a lot of people brought up one great point. Yeah, it's literally the title of an official Star Wars pinball game. <laughs> like, it, it's it's so official that it's on, like, if you type in Star Wars balance of the force on Google, the first thing It'll that be, pops up. It should up, be the first thing that comes yeah, up. Yeah, the right? first thing that comes up is that pinball game on the official Star Wars website. So it's it's out there. Star Wars has recognized this thing. It's not like a, a third-party game. Like, they made it. So it, it seems to me like if they were going to name the last movie of their flagship franchise after a pinball game, there, there may be somebody missing, you know. Well, the, and again, when I look back on this, I mean, I, I definitely got excited and just kind of ran with it because that's what people do these days. But if you look at the graphic, the graphic itself is ridiculous. The graphic, anybody The graphic would never show up on Star Wars. No. Are you kidding me? I mean, what the hell is that? I mean, who the hell would ever put that Like, out? seriously, here's the thing about Star Wars graphics. Like, Star Wars title graphics, anybody can make them because all it is, like, you can literally just download the Star Wars fucking starfield background and the star wars font for free like they're they're out there anybody it's can just get it. it's the fact that they list all of the digital retailers underneath it i i don't that would never show up on no. starwars.com no that's yeah that's not coming out on starwars.com i mean to me that that's the biggest issue but i mean i ran with it anyways because that's what we do as fans so i mean let, let's just kind of play with it nick yeah, I I kind I I know I, I kind of saw your reaction to it, and I kind of br- brought it up in my rant. It, it does it doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't, but it it would kind of fit for closing out the Skywalker saga per se. It, yeah, the this idea of balance in the Force has been around since the prequels. I mean, even well, since I mean, the even original Johnson, who completely changed the idea of the Force focused on balance yeah I and mean, that was everything on the island exactly so this it's not a new concept and it's not something that's been unexplored in star wars it's something that they that that the jedi are always striving for is this idea of balance in the force so naming the game or not the game the movie naming the movie this would be it would be like it would be very fitting for the end of the skywalker saga balance balance is never referenced in the original trilogy is it uh, I think just outside of, I think when Yoda is talking to Luke on Dagobah, like when he's meditating and he's like talking about the force, I think he may mention it, but I I just always thought that was more of a, like a prequel. Yeah, it may be. I'd have to, have to go back and like, I mean, for Christ's sake, I, I've seen him so many times recently. You'd think it would stick out, and I, it just doesn't. Yeah, the only thing that's popping up to me is, like... I don't ever remember Yoda or Ben saying, you must bring balance to the Force. No, no, they, no. They say, yeah. 
they say like yeah you must confront your your father yeah your... i don't think that that the idea of bringing balance to the force was that yeah, that's my that point. was the prequel like, the, the original trilogy never focused on like light has to cancel out the dark or whatever yeah. or if they they have to cancel out each other i mean technically and that, that's kind of what i brought up in the in the videos like they're there wasn't even balance after the end of the originals because the light technically would have been dominating. Yeah. And that's something. And, and then the darkness would rise. I mean, Snoke himself says it in this new trilogy. Yeah. Darkness rises light to, to meet it. And this, see, so this is something that I was going to so bring is balance, up. even obtainable. So the thing that I was going to say is when you take this in conjunction with the, the rumor of the villains, which is, I'll go into this. So that there is a rumor that the villains of this movie will not be the First Order, that it's going to be an outside force that comes from the beyond, which is basically... Which <clears throat> which your two host idiots have talked about before, oh, yeah, by the we, way. I mean, we have proposed, and me in particular, when we've talked about Kylo's redemption, is that the only paths I've seen were an outside force, a la, as Nick was going to say, the, the you know, the Yuzan Vog. Yeah. Or death by, you know, saving Ray from some threat or somebody from some threat. Yeah. So my rationale, if I'm going to try to rationalize this title with also adding in this new idea of villains coming in from an outside perspective right and that this is the the new rumor coming from making for making star, star wars. wars yes um my, my thought is that balance would be the coexistence of the dark and the light to oh, fight yeah. against this new it, force that i mean by definition nick that's the only thing that could achieve balance yeah. you can't have one or the other there has to be the gray, if you will. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 we used to have the gray Jedis and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And the idea, like, it's a hard concept to grapple with in Star Wars is that you would have a, a dark side force presence that is active in the galaxy, but is being allowed to exist without. Well, the, the Clone Wars, wouldn't you agree, explains it the best when they did the um, the, the Mortis episodes. Yeah, so that was actually like an actual look at what the intended meaning of balancing right. the forces. The, the, yeah, balance was you had the father, the son, and the daughter with the son and the daughter reflecting dark in the light. And then the father was, you know, basically stopping... Essentially the, the balance. Yeah. Like he was the one that kept the balance between the and, two. And Anakin, his entire purpose according was to this supposed to yeah be him yeah he was supposed to take the place of the father who was essentially he was dying like and then at but he chose he chose the son yeah so it's just you know that's another that's a whole thread that a, a ton of people don't know about because it's in the clone wars tv series but again a, a perfect such, reason such a good show why to watch it um such a good show but I do so like okay so I'll say this if I'm looking at them individually not a huge fan of the title um, balance of the force I was talking to one of my friends and I said that they could sway me on the title depending on the content of the movie like TLJ was another one where I was like oh man this is really cool like I, I like the concept of it but I want the movie to pay off on it and it did like it explained the title. Um, the Force Awakens again explains the title. The perfectly. title was still, I mean, it had multiple meanings. It did. I mean, it did. For this one, I don't know 
what multiple mean like it's not one that can be used in different ways like it's pretty straightforward to me and you would have a hard time trying to trying to like i mean in perfect world without the pinball game i think it could ultimately work you know again obviously with your caveat yeah uh, but and especially with the you know the rumor msw was reporting with with the outside force i mean you could technically achieve balance to combat a you know a a a mortal threat yeah yeah and you know if that's the case then in that movie there would you would have like a almost a true balance where you have dark and light coexisting and that's where you'd get the purple man blue there you go. and red maybe her lightsaber is going to have a purple crystal maybe she I I do I would love for Ray to whip out purple like if it's not going to be a fiery blue like we talked about a, a week or two ago yeah. with Cam VFX poster yeah. I, I want it to be yeah purple for sure. Just like or, or pinkish. White like mace white away. Pink. Mace doesn't yeah, have like purple. A pink purple. Yeah, I'd like it too. So on to the like on the the villain thing, I like the idea of it. And like Matt said, we have been talking about this for a long time. Like once we figured out, like once we started talking about like Kylo's arc and where does it go, and I mean we we both agreed with each other that we should be writers at least. Yeah, I mean this is I mean I think I mean, that they heard our podcast. I mean we just can't figure out why we haven't been hired. Yeah, I mean cuz what's happening is the story group in Hidalgo they're listening to Star Wars time, they're jacking our ideas and they're just not letting us know about it. You know, they're just giving them to to the writers of the movies. Right. And they're, they're so slick like they don't even want credit because again, they don't do anything. Yeah. It's like the the story group what story? They just say, "All right, as long as you didn't fuck up the canon, you do whatever the fuck you want." Yeah, go at it. Go at it. You can you can do anything you want as long as you don't kill this character in this movie. That's it. I mean, literally, this why I've come to the conclusion that as long as they do not destroy the canon and the new canon stays, uh, the 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 continuity remains. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, they're they're not concerned too much with. The, the individual plot beats within yeah, whatever story. stories you want to tell as long as you don't fuck with the overall structure you're good yeah so this this villain Matt so the first thing and also you can take this and compare it to, to Daniel's tweet because Daniel's first tweet was saying you know from uh, let me go back to it uh, he was talking about something no, coming you're right. light he's years talking away. like it's coming some sort of signal crazy thing floating in yeah so this is this is his tweet right here how strange I'm receiving images of something amazing coming towards us traveling over decades through space and time. Like in this, this rumor says that one, like this outside force will be coming from the unknown regions. The unknown regions are very far out in space. So traveling over yeah, decades, they're, they're calling it MSW or their source or whatever. They're calling it the beyond. Yeah. So, I mean, is that even, like, outside of the unknown? Who knows? But I- I'm telling you, dude, the more I think about it, the more I'd be like, dude, this would be so badass. Yeah, dude. Like, if you just, like, the first quarter or so of the movie, you know, they're still dicking around with, oh, we hate you, we hate you, we hate you. Dude. And then out of nowhere, they're just like, what if it's, you know, like hyperspace, like just these motherfuckers are coming in from nowhere, like blah, 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 like half the fucking first order gets wiped out in a second. What if it's Thrawn? 
What if it's Thrawn? Cause we, like, yeah, Thrawn and Ezra. Thrawn and Ezra <laughs> just fucking, fucking Ezra's show like, back up. All fucking tatted out, like beard and long hair. He's like, he's riding the fucking space wolf. Dude. And he's like, They come back with just and the, like, fucking... the fucking hyperspace whales come in. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, people, if you watch Rebels. Rebels. Dude, I think... Like, I'm not going to say that there's a possibility of that happening, but when, like, <laughs> when I heard it, like, when I saw Daniel's tweet and then I heard this rumor, I'd be like, how dope would it be if it was Thrawn? Like, Thrawn just jumps in with a fucking brand new army, and... I still contend they're alive because of the the way that the epilogue goes. I mean, ah- Ahsoka and... Um, Sabine. Sabine essentially team up to go look for Ezra. Yeah. I mean, that's what Sabine says. Yeah, and, like, I would love that. If they did that also... She's like, I... I I am almost positive you're you're out there. I hope you're out yeah. there. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that's what she said. Also, that would just make Richard E. Grant the perfect liar. We talked about him last week, and he was like, "Oh, I'm not playing yeah, Grant." His script is like, I, "Would you know? I don't know. Would you know?" I it's mean, like, "Oh, but, I wonder I mean, if you're going to recognize drawn, me." But yeah. I mean, who knows? He's probably could be lying. Yeah, he could be. But I think that- I, I would love. I mean, if it doesn't go that way, I'm not saying I'd be disappointed. But I guess just getting this stuff this week kind of allowed the, the the speculation brain to to explore a bit which i i love yeah and here's the thing it's likely not going to be that but if it was something like the yuzon vong from the original eu which was a terror on the galaxy like it it caused a full-scale galactic conflict like this well didn't they end up killing chewbacca to, yeah, he died during the Yuuzhan Vong War. He was saving um, Anakin Solo, which was a kid, like one of Han and Leia's youngest son, and like a planet, like literally in the like he died in a comic, I think. Like in the fucking comic, the thread shows like a planet. There was two planets colliding, and like he got crushed by a planet. Like that's that. If you're gonna kill, <laughs> if you're gonna kill Chewbacca, yeah, like Chewbacca is essentially Star Wars Superman. Yeah, like furry guy. Exactly. Like if you're gonna kill Chewie, like furry man. That's how you have to do it. Yeah. So, dude, I, I don't know how much you dug into MSW, but what do you think about the ideas that possibly the Knights of Ren are coming yeah. in with this force, or and or the Knights of Ren, or kind of like part are part of a. Kylo's private militia to kind of shore up his power, so, but they may be kind of plotting against him like a Sith would. Yeah. So I like. So I like the idea. I don't think that the idea that the the Knights of Ren are are escorting this this new force in. So this is kind of my two thoughts. I do like the idea. Or if they're coming in to warn them, but then they try to fuck them over. Yeah, like I think that maybe the reason that we haven't seen the Knights of Rend is because Kylo's had them out in the unknown regions or in the beyond. Like, hey, I know there's something out here. Like, Snoke came from out there. Snoke's probably still, you know, in touch with beings out there. I need you guys to go do some research. Like, you guys go out there, come back and let me know. They come back in and they're and they're running from whatever this is. And they come back and they're like, holy shit, there's this whole force here. They team back up with Kylo. The, all of them team up together with the resistance to fight this thing. I, I think that's a possibility. I do like the idea though, that the Knights of Ren are the force themselves. Like they're the ones that are doing the overthrow. Um, because we haven't seen them, but we do know, or it, it's been... Oh, like, Kylo's going to have to team up with Rey to fight off Rey. His own the, boys. The knights. Yeah. I think that would right. be cool. But, I mean, do, do you think they're just going to come out of nowhere and do that? Or do you think we may kind of get introduced, like, he brought them back in to kind of 
shore up his own little private army security force to protect them from hawks. Yeah. And I I like that, but I like he does that and then they turn on him. Okay, yeah, yeah, that that's that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's the way to go with it because again, like something like that, I, I mean like this Ben Demption hashtags going around, like something like that is another way to show him like, you know, these people that you think that are loyal to you and that they're only serving you because of the the power that you have. And as soon as they see an opportunity to usurp you, then you're nothing to them. Like, it's another moment for him to realize that this path that he's following is only can only bring death. It can only end in his death by a malicious fashion. Like, it's never going to end like a Jedi's life would end or something like that, where it's, you know, you live out your life and you die and you've, you know... You don't have to worry about conflict. A Sith's life is always, or a dark side, you know, user's life is always waiting to be killed by whoever's under you. And that's exactly yeah, what the Knights of Ren I, are. Dude, I'm almost convinced now that the, the Knights of Ren could be what's going to flip Kylo. Yeah, I mean, also, like, it was rumored. I don't know if this is canon. I don't think it is. But, like, it was rumored when we thought the Knights of Ren were going to be in TLJ that, like, the Knights of Ren are actually fallen like students from luke's academy that he left with like he like when he destroyed this academy oh yeah no no they definitely can fuck around Uh, i mean we've even heard that they may have learned like more even sinister kind of dark side-ish powers yeah i mean as they've been doing whatever they've been doing since we haven't seen him since ray's you know memory or lightsaber flashback yeah so I mean, I do. I mean, they they could very well be the people that kill Leia. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I really do want this to pay off because Knights of Ren has been something that we've been looking forward to. Since yeah, I, I TFA. You're right. We need to. We need something. Yeah, I mean, Ryan didn't. You know, he didn't see them in his story, so he didn't include them. But I really do think that you have these characters that were built up. Like it wasn't just like, you know. They, they they saw like Ray saw them in in her vision and that was it like Snoke called him out the leader of the Knights of Ren we see them in the vision we actually get art like in an art book we have extensive photo fo- like photographs and drawings and portrayals of them I mean like I don't oh they were meant to be something yeah I mean it could very well be something that as you said Ryan just didn't have a vision. But they're meant to be something. That they they can't just be thrown away. I mean, he's not just Kylo Ren for fun. Yeah. Or he would he the way he's such a Homer for his grandfather, he would have almost assumed a Darth role, even though he's not a Sith. Yeah. So, I like that, and I would you know I think that there is room for both. There is room for the Knights of Ren to be in this movie, and the the like the instigating force to be something else other than them. But I feel like. The more oh, yeah. logical, the more logical thing is probably having them as the instigating force. Oh, of course, because then you don't have to set up a whole like, aha, look brand new. Let's try to introduce or explain who these people are. I mean, it really wouldn't work, honestly. As cool as it sounds, it would almost would have had to have happened at the end of the last Jedi. Now, what if? Okay, I'm gonna throw out a crazy idea here. What if there this does happen, like? It's not the Knights of Ren. It's Yuuzhan Vong type shit. 
Yuzan Vong comes in. No, what if it's fucking Xenomorphs? Xenomorphs and Ridley Scott is co-directing this movie. And Predators. It's just it's just a, a complete mission. Like, they've teamed up. It's literally Predators using Xenomorphs as their hunting animals. That would be perfect. I would, Right? I mean, that, that would be a force to challenge the Star Wars galaxy. A hundred percent. But... <laughs> But okay, so the the way that I was thinking about it is, it's Yuzan Vong. And they the come xenomorphs in. have they have the force. If the xenomorphs have the force, I think the yeah, predators they, they have would the force have the force. Because the xenomorphs are just like animals. They don't. They can't use the force. They don't have a brain. They're too dumb. All they see is like food. Well, yeah. I mean, but I'm also just making shit up. Yeah. So that that's why they have the force. If they could, if they had the force, then like, basically they have. I mean, they have like shields against like cheap blaster attacks and stuff. Yeah. I think that that w- that would be a very hard force to to counter. <laughs> but so I'm I'm trying. So basically, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to link Ryan's new trilogy, which we know nothing about, to this. So what if? The Yuzan Vong or whatever it is, they come in and they're the force. And then Ryan's trilogy of movies is is exploring that force that comes to the star with the current Star Wars galaxy from another galaxy. So like you're seeing the devastation, the war as as in like prequel. Yeah, almost like yeah. To the four, like prequel to to what could happen in nine or post would happen. Pre- like nine. a prequel to what would happen in nine. Yeah, I think it would have to be because I mean I, I'm pretty sure they've come out on record and saying like yeah this is not going to deal with. It would be it would be completely anything you guys know. Yeah, about like like or I said, have ever heard. It of. would be completely different characters. It would be like none of the characters from nine. So it would be a completely different star system but it would be telling a story of whatever race or force comes and lays hell down upon yeah uh, people in yeah and then you can continue if you if you want to continue with these characters you can then say the skywalker saga has ended here this new and then you can continue on with the war of whatever like the yuzan vong war movie trilogy that's not ryan's so you have the concurrent trilogy uh, or the concurrent saga is still going on with the current characters. Yeah, and that's where that's where Daisy and John and yeah. P- or Oscar. Yeah, they they continue. Maybe there. even Adam would come back. Yep. So that's just like that's the thought. I think it would like something. Like, I like it, man. I mean, I I doubt it. It's not it's Star Wars. Happen. I mean, I I doubt Daisy and them are done. I honestly do not think they're done with just these three. No, I don't think so either. Um, they may be done for a few years even a decade or two dude i mean oscar isaac is still going to be doing voices and resistance like i doubt that he's gonna i I love yeah like he's i hope he does i mean i i hope they're ponying up and paying for season two yeah or they somehow you know snag some sort of shady deal in his contract yeah so and he's just screwed for life i mean i would i would love this current group of of characters to continue on in a new like trilogy-esque i would i would too completely devoid of any of the skywalkers yeah exactly as much as i love it but just gone. yeah i mean i do think that the stories that were told in the the old eu around the yuzan vong war would work really well in a star wars live action film like that if if I was gonna make a movie and you'd still have Chewie, yeah, I mean you'd still have Chewie there. You still you could still have the droids, you know, all of the, all of the familiar characters who were still left could be there, 
but you're just telling a different story. Like this has all been around the sky. Right. They're they're not going to be worried about like, oh my god, what about? Are we going to find Luke or Anakin or Anakin's grave or Palpatine or or Snoke? Or, like there is a legitimate no. war. Go- like right. yeah, like they're going to be worried about how do we just stay alive? Yeah. Like how do we? You know, how do we stop the? The right. fucking, you know, like these things are eating planets alive. Exactly. I mean, should we build our own Death Star? Yeah, that's. I think that would be really interesting. Not saying that that's gonna happen, but well, I'd love it. I, I'm, I'm unsure if it does. I mean, we've talked about it. I'd love for this that then to come out and be like, oh, by the way, this is gonna be a two-parter, or if they're just like, yo, this is gonna be at least three hours. Uh, we've heard Avengers Endgame's three hours, and it's been tracking at three hours and testing well so yeah. they're probably going to keep it at that they, somebody i've read somewhere that they're thinking about putting in an intermission i'm like dude it's fucking three it's 15 minutes longer than tlj you don't need an intermission like come no, on no no you don't need not for three hours i mean I, i'd argue you wouldn't need an intermission for three and a half if you were a capable human i mean you just gotta prepare you gotta just not drink a lot of shit yeah it's like look i'm going into a movie that's three hours long i'm not I, gonna I, drink I'll, I'll be honest whenever drink. i fly or, or know i'm going to a movie i just don't consume that much liquid i know it's not healthy but i'd rather not pee yeah i do the same thing to me entertainment's more important than my health yeah like it people go into movies like all my friends are like oh you getting anything i'm like no i'm not getting anything i don't want to have to get I hate motherfucker dude if you need to eat all that shit in a movie you've got fucking problems yeah i haven't yeah. like if you need to be drinking shit and fucking stuffing your face with popcorn and candy it's like for christ's sake it's only maybe two and a half hours tops yeah and that's if you're seeing like a marvel movie <laughs> like if you're going to like, see a regular movie it's like an hour and 30 hour 45 it's like where I go AMC. I mean, some of them are dining. You got motherfuckers ordering like full on entrees yeah. and eating like pigs, like just a fucking full platter of barbecue wings. Yeah, like, bah, 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 <laughs> and it smells like shit because you know that's all you smell the whole time. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, those are the rumors. So let us know what you think of the title because we've had some conversation back and forth. A couple of my friends talked about it. Matt and I talked about it. I want to hear your guys' opinions on it. Balance of the Force. Do you think it's good? And what do you think about this idea of the either the Knights of Ren being the instigating force in Episode Nine, or a completely new outside force that we've never seen before? Do you think that could work in this movie? Let us know. Drop us a line. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere. We got our first organic Facebook interaction from a fan. He was talking about one of his... Uh, his his girlfriend's kid and him have been playing a lot of Battlefront yeah, together. It was really cool. And then like he showed us a picture of his his kid's schoolwork and it's got Star Wars stuff all over it. It was great. I loved it. I loved it. So yeah, keep it up. It, it, I mean, if you're listening, please please do stuff like that. Share stuff. Link us to people you think that'll like us. Tell them to review. Whatever. Uh, it, it'll go a long way for us. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. I mean, I know it sounds like we're begging, but it just that's the way you got to play this game. You got to get reviews, you got to get the shares, you got to get the clicks, you got to get the backlinks, all that fun stuff. So anyways, man, I, I mean, I think we, we've ran the gamut this week. We've covered all things fresh and new that you need to know in the Star Wars universe. So hopefully you've enjoyed the ride, my friends. Uh, I know I always appreciate doing it. I'm glad Nick is back, even though he still is a little sick. He wasn't going to be a dick tonight. <laughs> he actually joined on, threw on his headset, fired up the mic, 
and talked all things Star Wars. So hopefully you appreciated the uh, top five Instagram shares of the week. We're going to keep that up. I really enjoyed that segment. I think Nick did too. I mean, I just I, that is uh, really Star Wars fandom is my second favorite part of being a Star Wars fan. I know that sounds silly, but, I mean, number one is obviously the movies and enjoying the lore and the stories and just the fantasy of it all. But I, I truly love, I mean, I love collecting, uh, but I love just the art and, and the passion people have for Star Wars and the way they express it in, in art forms, typically in animation, drawing, illustration, or my favorite, toy photography. All right, people, we'll keep it up. If you're in that stuff, don't forget on IG, hashtag Star Wars Time Show. We'll feature you. Don't worry about it. We'll feature even if you don't do it because we love you. We take care of you. It's Star Wars, right? There's always time for Star Wars time. All right, my friends. May the Force be with you always. Always.